Welcome back. We're back. Fit Bet is back. My name is Ben Lomas. We've been away for a while, but we are back, and I'm so glad to be back here with my buddy, Dilruk Jayasinghe. Hello, Benjamin. Hello, listeners. Not just your buddy, but an upgraded buddy. He's alive! Not just alive. <laughs> alive and pumping. Um, this is going to be one of the hardest podcasts we've done, I reckon. It's hard. We've been, we've been away. So people have one, not, I hope people have noticed we've been away. That's interesting, isn't it? If someone goes, ah, oh, I didn't realize uh, we missed an episode or two. This is the longest we've uh, missed episodes in, I think, like two and a half years. When you went to yeah. Edinburgh. No, no, but even then we didn't miss. We back recorded. Oh, we back record. We've only ever missed a, a releasing on a Friday, maybe twice. I know. If that, and maybe like even then we'd release on the Monday yeah. or whatever. Like, and maybe there was one week where we just didn't have an episode till the following Friday. Sure, maybe. Yeah, that can but this is. This has been huge. This has been huge. And I feel like it's justified. Yeah, I would I, say I so. I mean, a podcast about well being. Physical well-being and mental well-being, if that's the, 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 the nature of this podcast and the listeners who love this podcast will surely excuse, excuse understand me. one of the li- fucking hosts having a heart attack yes, yes, and needing a break. <laughs> uh, that's right. If you've heard it here first. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, that's right. Uh, probably how many weeks ago? Three. Three weeks, weeks to the ago. date. Three weeks ago. The date. So happy anniversary! I know. <laughs> April the sixth of twenty twenty-two. Uh, let's play the vision. So uh, we the the title of this podcast will be called Heartstopper. Heartstopper. Deal fibrillator. Well, that's a good one. Oh, um, uh, my Goldstein's one coronary heart disease. <laughs> He's all, just, all he's short just, titles for next he's year. He's disturbing how good he is at the inappropriate ones. <laughs> well, just puns, and he pretends like he's not good at it. Yeah, I know. But he's actually very good at it. Um, speaking of it, I'm really good at them too. I don't uh, think you know what a pun is. <laughs> no, I probably don't. Every time you do a short title, I'm always like, what? Anyway, look. Anyway, okay. So, uh, let's paint the pictures. April 6th. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, April 6, 2022, yes. the day uh, uh, Laurent, 11 o'clock in the morning, I was here in my apartment uh, at my desk. I had... Uh, uh, working on the show. Working on the show. I think I was doing socials. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to like get some videos organized or whatever. Hashtag uh, gonna die. <laughs> there you go. There's a pun. There's <laughs> a great classic Benjamin pun. Anyway, no. So um, good to be back. Mate, it is, but uh, it was so good to be back from that. Um <laughs> No, I was sitting at my desk and I and I had a little tiny pinch on my left arm. I'm going to pinch Ben's right arm yeah, now. Yeah. All right. That's how gentle it was. Okay. Just very barely noticeable. It's almost like if a two-year-old pinched you. Yeah, okay. But because it was the left arm, I went, ah, weird. But and the I whole had, way through the arm? No, just near the bicep. Like if you think of the bicep as having a base, it's almost like someone was just like clutching the base. Do it again, do it again. What's the point of this for the listeners? Yeah, exactly. That's why I knew you're weird. Uh, and so, so because it was the left arm, I was like, "Ooh, that's a bit weird." I'm being told. So as more a child, than the right arm. So if it happened, nothing in the right arm. If it happened in the right arm, I would have just continued working. Okay, so in the and, left arm, so went, oh. like a twitch. Yeah. So put it this way: I hadn't because of COVID, I hadn't gone to the gym for since then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would have been like, if I was regularly gymming, like I was pre-COVID. Then I would have thought that's just muscle soreness. But because yeah. I hadn't gone to the gym, 
And because I was stationary, like just literally sitting at a table, I was like, hmm, I don't know if this is anything worth um, worth uh, checking or not, but I'm just going to keep an eye on it, you know? Okay. Then I had um, a little movement into my chest. Not movement, but like, you know when you're doing a cable pull? Yeah. Uh, like, the, the, uh, the, like the chest pulls with the cables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you bring it from your eyes are wide, like say you're sort of like, I don't know, like, almost like Jesus but not quite you yeah. know and then you're bringing it close together yeah. in front of you uh, like in a rowing sort of motion yeah at that my favorite p- exercise at the gym by the way oh yeah there's something about opening up the lungs and squeezing are you down, looking yeah? in the mirror yeah. more I so than it. bench press as well yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. about I it I agree it. I agree there's like you know you're upright and you're like yeah. fuck yeah this is what I feel like a lot of like adverts for gym equipment <laughs> show that movement and yeah. you feel like the yeah. rest of the machine's shit well yeah but also you I guess you don't get to appreciate yourself, like especially with bench yeah. press, you can't see yourself. No. Oh, maybe biceps. I do love seeing me doing bicep curls. I'm like, yeah, right. boy. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I, boy. But I think it's like you're bringing you're bringing it together. Yeah, right? yeah. It's sort of that weird. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I love it. It's my favorite. And so doing it, imagine that motion, and you know, at the at the apex where you feel a little uh, little pinch off your chest, just yeah. right in the middle of yeah. the pecs, just a tiny little pinch. And I said this in my Instagram post. Stubbing my toe on a, you know, a chair or, or, or something on a table, that hurts more than what I was feeling. But either way, because of the family history, because of the fact that I was stationary and because of the left arm thing, I said, you know what, I'm just going to, I was on the phone, I hung up and I laid down for a bit. And I thought, I started meditating initially. I thought, oh, I'm just stressed out. And I'm just like having, yeah, a, having a, you know, a bit of a moment here. And meditation didn't feel right. Oh, you know what else it felt like? It felt like have you ever swallowed water and felt like it went down the wrong pipe and there's like yes. a tightening of the yes. chest yes it was kind of like that so it felt like like i i you know like i went oh you know this will this will pass this feeling but it was like a permanent but like so, so, so yeah, that's my question how long did it last for so when that tightening happened yeah how long did that last for oh like three four hours more <gasps> mm. I reckon. Oh, so okay. I, I I lay down afterwards, and I was like, "Let me just let me just oh. see let me see how what you're right." No, I just know that feeling, uh-huh. and that goes away in like two seconds if you right. drink it with the water. Right. But if that just keeps going, you're like, "Well, something's not right." Uh huh. Exactly. So I had that, and then I kind of didn't pretty much just fucking was thought, okay. I lie down. Not it's not changing, but I thought I was like, "It'll be fine. It'll be fine." I've got you know, I've got shit to do. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? Oh, am I saying it'll be fine? I'm not a doctor. I shouldn't diagnose myself. And I thought, stop being a fucking... Oh, because all the voices in my head were like, you know, soft cock, harden up. This is... You look at you whinging about the small little pinch. Was that really going through your head? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, no, I just like... I'm... But think about it. Like, it feels weird to go to the doctor's when there seems I guess like my mind's changed since hospital last year, but yeah, I can imagine I, if I hadn't gone to hospital, I probably would think that now Maybe. I'm like anything wrong. I'm booked. It. I just booked doctors like doctors appointments in advance, just in case I need it in the future. Sure, good, and that's what I. The reason. Oh, look, I'll get to all of that, but yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear that. But I was someone at the initially just again. You know how your thoughts were middle regularly. of festival as well. Middle of festival, I got shit to do. I'm blah blah blah. blah. I'm like I'm like you know what? Nah. Let the doctor decide if it's right or wrong. And I walked myself to the doctor. Didn't do nurse uncle. Well, nurse uncle is the same fucking response every time. If you call nurse uncle, go What's, to the hospital. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what nurse uncle is. Nurse uncle, for every, like, it's like, if you say at night, a lot of parents use it. So, you know, like your kids, you know. What's the number? Um, I can't remember. Nurse uncle is really good. Okay. But the, the frustrating thing is with kids, quite often it's like go to the children's hospital. Mm. 
Like you really, I, they're really helpful. Yeah. Like you like, oh, this it's one three hundred sixty sixty twenty four. Yeah, no I don't know who's going to remember that sixty six. Like minute, minute, one no, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sixty <laughs> minutes, sixty minutes, one day. Yeah, sixty seconds, sixty seconds, one, one day. day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is it? Sixty I'm a day a week? Where am I? No, yeah, minute, minute, day, minute, minute, day, minute, minute, day, one eight hundred minute, minute, day. <laughs> One three hundred. Anyway, right, nice so, and cool, nice okay. and cool. Yeah. So, and so you, so you, so just I just went. Well, I just walked to the doctors. Okay. And I walked very slowly. Um, did you feel like you needed to walk slowly, or did you feel like I was okay, scared? Put it, put it, yeah. So this way, were you thinking heart attack? Were you already yeah, thinking that? Yeah. And how funny is this? The night before, I was doing a gig with Jamoan, who's that was there with his <laughs> uh, legendary Irish Aussie comedian yeah. Jamoan, and his wife was there, and uh, some friends of theirs. His and, wife was there. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. and some uh, friends of all of them, and they're doing a tro- like some sort of. There was a cardiac nurse basically with them as one of their friends, and she was telling me about this thing um, uh, that you know they're doing like some trials. I should try because of my family history. Uh, and then she said she found out I was 37 she goes oh you're 37 you'll be fine oh done nothing to worry you're about you're literally having this conversation now. the before. night before Fuck the man. night before and then she said look That's you don't qualify for the truck totally you don't qualify for the trial however um, I'm uh, oh, I'm sorry that's my brother Colin <laughs> um, I uh, I where was I sorry I don't qualify for the trial, but because she's a cardiac nurse, she can talk, speak to a doctor. Maybe she'll set up an appointment for me. She took, she said, here, take my number, and then um, we'll try and get you an appointment with the cardiac doctor. Just, it's good to have someone, you know. That's uh, true. I've heard this. My mum has that. Yeah. So then the next, so then I, as I walked, and this is why I have a timestamp, I was texting her as I was walking. I was texting her going, hey, uh, Annie, hi, Annie, um, Dilruk here, we met last night, just wondering, yeah, I'd love to take you up on that offer to book an appointment, let me know what the process is. So I'm having the heart attack as I'm typing this, <laughs> walking to the doctor, right? At the time... Well, maybe you texted though, even though you knew you were having a heart attack. Well, I didn't know I was having a heart attack. Oh, so you didn't know. So you're going to the doctor's... I'm going to the doctor's with a pain in my left arm and a tightening of my you chest. Put two and two together. You thought, Mate. Not necessarily. Not when I'm 37. So you never of course, I considered it. Yeah. That's why I went to the doctor's. Yeah, I was like, "This but is probably thought, nothing." Now's a good time to talk to a cardiac nurse. Makes sense. Yeah, you figure right. Well, because in my head, I went, "Oh, this is probably not that." But what a wake up call to go. Exactly. I better get. This might be a He's sign. Being a, like you know, well, make. Having a heart attack. Well, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. You go. Well, this is probably not a heart attack, right? Yeah, but probably. If, if, how do we think you're not thinking it's one? It's hard to say. It's I'm not because yeah. I'm obviously thinking it. It's a difficult one where I'm like, I'm like, it's in my mind going. This could be a heart attack because of the left arm. Yeah. That's why we always got told. So the left. Yeah, yeah. The left arm. But, but what about the tightening of that though? Was that more of a like? I just think, oh my god, that's because they've said. I, I remember hearing this like we're younger that a chest pain is a chest pain it's the left arm that's usually like the can big, be the big the, uh, oh, an idea and i don't know if it's accurate or not yeah. but i remember the no, left no. arm being the thing that is the indi- indicator and in your jaw and neck did you feel it in your jaw and neck at all not that i can remember not so that i can they remember say they twice. say that yeah I, I, they asked me the same question but i couldn't clock that anyway i walked to the doctors my gp and um text maddie as well just saying she was she was having on her break or something and she said hey do you want to come and have lunch i'm like not quite i've just got some stuff to organize i didn't want to scare her you know because i could be nothing yeah. so i went there and then the gp my gp said okay look we'll run some ecgs and and things like that 
and the, the BP, BP was high, blood pressure was high. I can't remember what it was, but it was high. More and, than 150, like 160, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't remember, but it was definitely not right. normal. Yeah. And the ECG, fine. Completely fine. Now, the ECG, so, for people that know, it's they, they put all these electrodes on you. Yeah. This is they. Uh-huh. Um, and then they uh, take a snapshot of your heart, which is supposed to show blockages, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Right. And and no, 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 no. No, not blockages. No, no, I said that wrong. What no. Uh, the ECG, I, 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 I don't know. I'm going to say that. Okay, okay. I'm going to say that I don't know. What I believe that it might show is about how it's pumping. Whether it's going, if, it, if it's functioning them. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. If you split the heart's functions or areas as the muscles of the heart versus the piping, the plumbing. Well, how many valves are there in the heart? I don't know. Four. Four, four ventricle, Sorry. and the other one is what's uh, it? And John. And John? <laughs> I don't know. John. John Trickle. <laughs> John Trickle. All right. This is what trickle down <laughs> economics is about. John Trickle. Down. Okay, John Trickle. Listen. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. We don't know what happened <laughs> with the ECG. <laughs> However, it said. The way the heart was pumping based on the ECG, that doesn't look like I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. But my GP said, but just to make sure, go to the emergency room. They will do more tests and get the results quicker than we could. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, so blood tests and all that kind of stuff. Blood tests, x-rays, all kinds of stuff, and they'll get the results quicker. So Maddie, that's when I called Maddie and said, hey, look, I'm uh, in the GP. This is the address. Uh, they, hopefully it's nothing, but the doctor just wants to precautionarily send me to um, the emergency room. Can you come? So then she came over. Yeah. We went to... Now, you're supposed to be doing a show that night as well, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is Wednesday, second week of the comedy festival. So yeah. I've had uh, five shows down. Yeah. And um, then you've done Tuesday the night before. Tuesday the night before. And then Wednesday. Spoke to afterwards about, about, about cardiac stuff. At what time is this approximately? 11 o'clock in the morning. 11 o'clock. On morning. Wednesday. So okay, then uh, around 12, let's say, I go to the ER... Um, they take me in about 12.30 and, you know, talking and they're asking me all these questions yeah. and stuff. Um, triage, I believe is the, what they yeah. call it. Um, yeah, triage. What's triage is where they ask you and figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, so then, that's pretty much they put you, the, it's the like triage. Pre, like a te- it's almost like a pre-interview. It's a pre-interview. And always, my always think, my favorite is a triage nurse has the best poker face in the world. Like if there was a poker player on the world poker series who was a triage nurse, I don't think you could read her face because... I've been to triage so many times where you tell them these symptoms and you see other people and they just, it's a straight face. They just mm. put it in a system and they put your symptoms in a system and then it comes out whether, how quick you are. So my triage nurse, he, uh, you know, is pretty normal and stuff like that. The one time his poker face dropped is he goes, do you have private health insurance? I said, yes. He's like, with whom? I said, Qantas. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I didn't realize they had. <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I was like, I didn't what know. What are you there in the staff room? Hey, what happened to me 20 minutes ago? <laughs> I don't know. Some guy came in with Qantas, Qantas Health Insurance. Anyway, um, so then. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is the joke that keeps on giving. I know. Uh, I know. Um, for the. <laughs> For those who don't know, Dill got private health insurance what, like a year ago. A year ago, on June 30th, 9th, 2021. Because I wanted to get in before the uh, tax man got in. Then turns out it's only one out of $365. One over 365 is how much my Medicare surcharge gets reduced by. Not by 100%. I thought if I bought it whenever, at some point, it'll reduce it. Oh, anyway. I remember you telling me that day. I remember laughing as much as and I And I want to remind any listeners who have forgotten, I was an accountant for nine years. 
nine years I did this as a job. And I'd, uh, anyway, look, uh, Qantas Insurance, I'm meant to get points for it, but I forgot to connect it. So I don't know if I even got the points in the end. <laughs> the irony of getting points. Points while there's a pandemic. <laughs> What's the point? Points of a pandemic based on your current uh, medical situation. Mate, I'm a, I'm a gold member of Qantas and Virgin. And Still? so, yeah. Which how are you, you able to keep it over throughout the, doesn't it just disappear? Or once you're gold, you don't lose it? No, no, you lose it after a year. They suspended the, they sort of uh, hung on to your thing until we reopened. I went so hard to get gold. Freaking Virgin, I lost it. I've got two, man. Which uh, one? Do you want one of mine? I do. I want, I want Virgin back. I'm missing Virgin gold. Uh, look, to be honest, Virgin, Virgin okay, look, let's, we can't get into that. We'll get Nick Cody on for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, yeah. But, um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, okay. We're going um, <laughs> Qantas Insurance. And then me and Maddie are just sitting there. Then they call me in maybe about 20 minutes, 30 minutes later. So, clearly, it's not an urgent. Based on my symptoms, there's no urgency here. Yeah. We go in. But for the record, 20, 30 minutes is a good turnaround in triage. Absolutely. I mean, you are on a Wednesday. Uh, morning. Morning. Right. I assume it's not overly busy. No. They no. always say Monday night is one of the worst. Oh, Interesting. What are you basing that on? I was saying that people then... Who is they? Uh, well, pretty much the nurses I was speaking to. Okay, there you go. I've been there a couple of times. I prefer having some context to people say, <laughs> because I don't know when people say sentences like, you know they say, I'm like, who? Like, no, they just said it's quite a Monday nights are super busy. Of course, Saturday nights as well. But like, I remember going there once with a friend. Because uh, Saturday night's all right for fighting. That's yeah, totally. That's all what right. Elton said. So I get called in uh, after about... 30 minutes or maybe more, I don't know. But um, doctor, very nice guy. Um, you know, meanwhile, the nurse um, is getting blood off me. Yeah. I, she asked me what I do. I say, I'm a comedian. <laughs> She's like, oh, do you have a show? She's like, oh, yeah, I'll try and come to the show. I'm like, great, please great, do. Great, great. On tonight, 7, so 6, 6.30, you know, I'm a, and we're talking like, this is it's just going to happen. The doctor comes in, asks me questions for about 10, 15 minutes. And he said, look, and this is his words, not mine. He goes, your ECG is beautiful. <laughs> He said, it is like genuinely, he's like, it's amazing. So we don't think this is a heart attack. But, you know, we think this is psychosomatic. Given what you've told me about your work, it sounds like a stressful time. And when he said, he said, when I say psychosomatic, it doesn't mean that it's in your head necessarily or anything like that. He's like, what you're feeling is legit. It's just your body's way of trying to maybe get you to take a bit of a breather, have yeah. forces you to relax. And he's like, if I was in your situation, I would have done exactly the same. Don't feel like shame, shame about it or anything like that. You did absolutely the right thing. Very but, good bedside manner from the doctor. Well, there's no bed because they're so sure that I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just sitting here at this just point. Just manner. Yeah, just good manner. Good manner. Just good manner. Yeah, and right. so he said, look, we're going to do these other blood tests and x-ray just to make sure your lungs are x-ray. clear. X-ray to see if the lungs are closed Oh, yes, the I've chest. done that. I've done that before. So yeah. they wanted to make sure that the lungs are fine. Um, blood test to just check for some enzymes. And then the ECG said it's beautiful. He kept saying beautiful. I it's, want a beautiful ECG. Yeah. Then about two hours later, he comes back or and goes, oh, actually, we're going to have to keep you um, around for a bit longer because... After the blood test, we found we were looking for this particular enzyme yeah. called troponin that only shows up or usually shows up after there's been some heart activity. So, aka heart attack. So, obviously, there might be instances where it shows up when it's not a heart attack, but higher probability that it shows up when there's a heart attack. Or rather, if it's showing up, there must have been a chance that there's a heart attack. So, he said, we're going to have to keep you longer. Uh, overnight, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when things got scary and and and, and sad. So what was your so when he told you that? Mm. What was your first reaction? 
uh, he went away for a bit and then I walked out with my, this is genuinely true, I was feeling overwhelmed by it, feeling quite um, sad. So I called my management first and said, uh, initially I said, I gave them the heads up saying that I might have to pull the pin, but we'll see if they clear it. Then when he said it's psychosomatic and you'll be good to go to in, 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 in an hour, we're just going to wait for the official negative results from the blood test. Um, I called management and said, no, we're back on. And then, so no action required. And then when she said that, he said that I called my manager and said, um, yeah, we're going to have to pull the pin for tonight and tomorrow. Definitely. I'll let you know about the rest of the week. Um, and then I went out by myself um, and in my notebook, um, I did what I know works for me, which is I just started writing out why this is why I'm grateful for this moment. Yeah. And it was really hard to find the gratitude in when you're afraid. Absolutely. But, but I did find it going and I, uh, I don't I have the notes here. I think, yeah, I do actually. Coincidentally, let's see if I'm comfortable opening up about it. What did I write? Hmm. Don't look at it. Ah, <laughs> um, oh man, this is such a, a small handwriting. Oh, you should see my dick. It's a stretch, but I see what you did. Well, you should see my dick. You think that's a stretch? But it's like I, I think. All right, I, why why the heart marker being high is a good thing? I wrote. Uh, uh, or I I'm in the care of the best people who should uh, should be best, around. Best place to be. Yep, as opposed to home. Early warnings uh, mean that um, they, can intervene. they can intervene. My parents had uh, painful bypass surgeries. Hopefully they can catch this early enough that I won't have to go down that path. I wrote down, um, uh, this will help me in the future and make me more alert about things like nutrition, exercise, and, and stress. So I was like, that's good. It's going to cause, um, I said, this could be COVID related we don't know yeah. but so don't take it personally because there's a part of me that started getting uh i would say the best descriptor is embarrassed i think i got embarrassed in that moment that this might be a heart attack after all the oh, after all the lifestyle changes right. I yeah, made, yeah yeah you know yeah like it's just the past catching up to you yeah and i was like because it it simultaneously oh i'll get to that anyway so um then i thought this will be a reason for me to start prioritizing things better going yeah. you know what like um, double pasta, all those things, you know, they were good. Was your cholesterol high already? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, I can't remember. It, it will fluctuate a fair bit. But above not, like five and stuff. Like, I can't remember. The, okay. But definitely when I was fatter, it was very high and yeah. alarming. But then when I lost weight, it dropped. So I just assumed that it's fine. Um, which one is? Um, it'll force me to get better sleep habits. I figured this could be a sleep-related stress issue. So totally. I wrote that down. And then finally I wrote, it's proof that I do, and underline proof, do. I, proof that I do prioritize my health and I'm not afraid of um, learning the truth uh, as long as it means a good, uh, means good future and good information. I don't know what that means, but I think I get no, the gist no, of it. It means that I've like proven to myself that I'm not just saying, oh, I prioritize That's my health. That's amazing, Dilly, like to, to have that reflection. Like, it's, you know, go, go with what works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew that in this moment I'm feeling scared, I'm feeling embarrassed, I'm feeling alone, and I was getting flooded with all the spiral thoughts. So I thought, do what you know works for you. And I just sat down by myself outside with some fresh air and just started scribbling, like not toxic positivity, saying, oh, I'm glad this happened or anything like that. I'm like, yeah. okay, now that this shitty thing has happened, what do you think are 
potentially the good things to come out of it. Well, and we, those are object. None of those are yeah, opinion. Know. It's true because now because of this, I'm going to prioritize all these other things better and stuff like but that. But we, we spoke about this like because I talk about it in my show, and then I didn't put the two and two together. But I talk about how before I went under, mm. I was thinking of that thought where I was like, ah, oh, mm. I'm so grateful for what I've had, but yeah. also I don't want to wake up. Mm. And then someone pointed out to me that those two things aren't mutually exclusive. They're very, very... It's like what a lot of people feel really grateful before mm. they think they're going to pass away. Yeah. And so, you know, you're you're doing both. You're instinctually feeling it, but you're also putting it down. Yeah, exactly. So then the doctor came out and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of processing. And then we just sort of chatted outside and then Maddie came outside and then... That's when he said, yeah, we need you to stay overnight. And actually, he didn't tell the overnight until that point. So because the the test that they need to do, the angiogram that can be done only after like a 12-hour fast or something like that. Oh, yeah, or some, I can't right. remember how long the fast was. But he's like, because you've eaten stuff, we can't do it tonight. So it'll have to keep you overnight. So that's when Maddie, you know, we realized that, oh, she's going to have to go home and I'm going to be alone. And that's when it all kind of kicked in. It was very sad and grim. So then Maddie... Um, so then I got introduced to the cardiac doctor. The cardiac doctor also said, look, it's very bizarre. This is a whole bizarre situation. It's like, I think some phrase along the lines of, it's unlucky, but not um, surprising, if that makes sense. Yeah. So being that it's unfortunate that at 37, this is showing, this is the case. But given my history of binge eating and boozing, uh, binge eating since I was nine and boozing since I was 19 to 33. You know? Yeah. And your background, did they talk about that? Yeah, I'll come to that. Yeah, okay. So then, you know, the cardiac doctor said, look again, you know, we, we're very surprised, but we're going to do Just the term alone, binge eating from nine is disturbing. Right. But it's, it's, true. it's like goes to show, you know, um, there are consequences to your actions, yeah. you know, and my actions rather. And so then... Uh, that, look... That must be hard to swallow. Mm. Like, I don't know what that is, mm. but I reckon that would, yeah. Because it's not like you haven't changed your lifestyle. Yeah. It's just your past catching up to you. That's it. That's it. So and it's now I, like, and I, I know that'll take time to process. So that's probably, okay, let's skip ahead a bit to today. That's probably today what I wrestle with, the what I find challenging the most is switching between um, genuine pride and gratitude for myself to for looking after myself over the last five years yeah. of getting sober prioritizing nutrition and exercise and um and also in that moment going no i'm going to go to the doctors and make sure that the doctor is going to say that i'm okay i'm not going to decide if i'm okay or not i'll let a yeah, professional yeah. decide if i'm okay or not yeah. i'm really proud of that of course like it's huge what i did there and i'm huge what i've done but um there is a part that keeps there's a part of my brain that keeps throwing this sentence out and i know it's wrong but it's like what was the point of getting healthy and losing weight if you're going to have a heart attack anyway and there's a part of me that's like yeah we're all going to die anyway i love drinking let's fucking get back on the booze you know and of course i'm not going to go down that path but i'd be lying if that doesn't seep in once in a while and might as well go with the bang go with the bang just start doing drugs and shit Mate, think about it. What a great way to go. But anyway, so the truth is, obviously, I don't believe that, but there's, you know how the brain can sometimes strip you up yeah. and make you think things that you don't believe is true. So that's one of those things, because especially, I know without a shadow of a doubt, the reason the doctors kept saying your ECG is beautiful is because of the work I've done, because of the marathons and the running and the cardio fitness being really good, meant that even though the piping was Shit. where the, yeah, 
that the heart just kept pumping through properly. So it's uh, it is because of exercise that I am probably alive. Well, I think yeah, totally. I think we're skipping ahead because they then you got the test results. Right. So back. let's then yeah, let's go back a bit in time. Sorry. So then I had to stay overnight um, and <laughs> do the show uh, from there. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, yeah. So then you know, Maddie went home, got me some stuff like you know my my um, coffee trackies, charger. Charger, Charger's a big one. iPad, um, uh, um, Nintendo, which I didn't play in the end, but also that's just something I don't know how long it was going to be there for, right? So I was like, it's like me, I went in for like two days. It's it's been the first three weeks, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so said fuck it, and also the only place that was open for food was uh, catfish with Philly cheesesteaks. So I was like, I asked the doctor, what can I, what can I eat tonight? He's like, mate, anything you want, just go nuts tonight. I was like, I don't know if he said go nuts, but he said there's nothing, yeah. There's nothing you can't eat tonight. So I said, all right, Philly cheesesteaks it is. That's a good tube anyway in Melbourne. That, what, what time is that kitchen? I haven't until like midnight or something. I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Unhealthy. Then, oh, especially when you're having a heart attack. <laughs> no, look, I think uh, the point being, just yeah. you you know, there's no more damage you can do right now. You're in good care. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, just fucking have some Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. I had two. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> I was sad. And comfort food is what oh, I... Oh, mate. Comfort food. So, anyway, next morning, angiogram. Angiogram, I don't know. Can we explain what an angiogram is? Uh, it's a dye that they put yeah. through your... There's two places they can enter from. There's, if they can find a pulse on your wrist... They go through that or, or the top of the head, groin. groin. Apparently, yeah. there's like a. I feel like I've had one, but I because I've had the dye stuff before. So that's probably an angiogram, maybe. I don't know. Oh no, no, my dye stuff was a PET scan. What so, your cats? So the, no, no, no. So they pump your whole body with dye, and then it, it hits any cancers that flare up. Ah, uh, okay, that's no, yeah, yeah. Like. This was looking specifically about blocks in the arteries yeah. and stuff. So. They pump the dye, and I'm because that that determines whether you have a bypass or not. That's the one. Is that the one? I that... think so. That's, but well, determine gives them a snapshot of what's happening. Now they said that this is one of those things that they don't do unless they absolutely. I guess they feel like they're justified in doing so because yeah. one in a thousand can sometimes maybe have an uh, adverse reaction or something like that. So obviously, you know those statistics now. Like I feel like those statistics. You know, like you'd always hear those statistics in mm. hospital, like one in you know, like one in ten thousand. Yeah. If the anesthetic, you will have a stroke or blah blah blah. But with mm. COVID, I feel like I've heard so many of those figures now that one in a thousand still feels quite quite small. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's crazy. It's zero. I know. 0.01%, isn't it? 0.001%? 0. 0.001, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 0.001%. So it's like, yeah, it's very rare, but it's also scary because I think, you know, um, yeah, just look, my parents have been through it. And it's just weird. And both so, parents I mean, as well. Both parents. Your brother, so, not, though. Brother, no. Yeah. Um, and so I'm lying there fully alert. Like they gave me a sedative of some sort, but I didn't uh, have feel the effects because, um, you Cause, know. You're just laying there. You're not in a, like a donut shape thing, are you? They're just pumping it through you. No, so I'm, if you imagine I'm on like an operating table, yeah. right? And then they have like a um, a movable, think of like a movable camera, right? Like, but that's the x-ray machine that they're it's moving around. <laughs> yeah, well, think of it like a big square that's the size of like a A3. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe big, I don't know. But that moves around. Yeah. So they, okay. so they kind of like, it, but... yeah. So they pumped the thing. They said, uh, heads up, you're going to feel like you pissed yourself. Piss yourself, yeah, yeah. And, and it's a weird sensation because you get really hot and you feel yeah. like, oh, something's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. So then I you could see. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, oh, if I'm going to do it, I might as well. <laughs> And, uh, 
<laughs> They're like, what? You said it'll happen. No, we said urine. Oh, man. It shows that you glue shut yourself on purpose. Yeah, 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 exactly. Your heart's fine, but your anus is rancid. <laughs> But um, they uh, no, they pump me full of this dye, and then they see the the then they get like a picture of what's happening inside, and that's when they you know have a look a few times or whatever, then roll the tape, show it to me, going here we go. This here's the anterior artery, I think is the word. I think that's correct. Uh, and he said there's an eighty percent block in there. And... See that's yeah. Like, let's just sit with that. Why? It's gonna make me sad. No, no, no because like. <laughs> I, that is the big one that comes that goes to your heart. Well, it? let me tell you what the doctor said. They refer to that uh, artery as the widow maker. Oh my god! But you're not married. I know. I said, "Am I fine?" Because you know, um, and eighty percent. So I say it's that big. Mm. It's like that. Like it, I don't it, know. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not a great visual for a podcast. The, 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 but like, so I, I can, because I, when you, because of course we've spoken and, uh, and when you told me that, um, the only image I had was mm. my car has, is on diesel and the diesel filter stuffed and the guy literally used the same thing. He goes, it's got a tube, but it's all clogged up and there's only like, it's only the, the petrol and the stuff's only going through a hole that's 20% of what it used to be. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's still that's still artery. Yeah. And then I can think about how much the car's struggling, like physically, like it just doesn't have the power. And then I was like, oh my God, has that... And that's the thing, like, but you haven't been feeling that. No, I mean? and this is going back to what I was saying about my cardio fitness. So if you split the, the function of the heart into what the muscles do and what the pipes do, the pipes had the flaw or the fault, yeah. whereas the muscles were so strong that they kept functioning well in spite of it. So because my cardio is so good that even though there was this heart attack, that it kept being able to pump, to get, get blood through the vitals. So what so made otherwise the normal, heart attack? I believe, so, so what made the heart attack? Is, is, there, is there part of the blockage that goes into the heart? Or what, what causes the heart attack then? That's a great question. I, I, I don't know is good how I'm going to start by saying, the answering the question. I don't know what caused it. I think my speculation is that there wasn't enough blood going into... The heart. the heart, I think. I think. I don't know. I really don't know. But there's something about the block that restricted its ability to function correctly or and then caused that pain. Yeah. And then because the heart was still, you know, the pumping really well, that that I didn't, you know, drop down, drop dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and then... Because that, that's the big concern. Because if you were here by yourself... I was by myself. So, so therefore... Yeah, and that's, that's what I always worry. I, I don't know if you have this now as well. But I mean... We'll get to that, but like that thing where I was like, I'm always worried that something's gonna happen to me when I'm away on tour or doing gigs interstate. That I don't have my family around me, so if something happens. The only person I find is the cleaner the next morning. Mm. Do you ever think like that? Always for the last. I mean, I've been single for the last 15 years. Oh yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? In lockdown in 2020, when I injured my back and I, I had to drop, I dropped a plate on the floor and I couldn't pick it up for right. six weeks. It just stayed there, collecting yeah. fucking mold and shit. Love it how we joked about that. On the pot at the time, but it is that is just dire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, look, there's elements of me, you know, um, going. I'm glad I had that kind of training to know how to look after myself in those situations. Uh, and then also has that element of me being so grateful that I have 
my loving girlfriend Maddie with me now and yeah. we're in this together as a team and she was yes. big shout out to her for her incredible resilience to it all what a move across Melbourne I know one month <laughs> in she she moves over leaving her entire life and her family, her, family her cat community the community yeah. her meth yeah. And yeah. uh, just comes over, and then within two weeks, I go to Adelaide. Oh, within a week, I go to Adelaide, and I say, Come down a week later. They're like, Actually, don't come because I got COVID. And then two weeks after that, I get a heart attack. So, really, what a catch. She's, <laughs> she's lucked out with this guy. But um, yeah, so she did really well to you know but, be supportive and, and stay strong. So, so you get told that there's an 80% blockage. Mm-hmm. So, you get told that. Mm-hmm. Which, again, how do you feel after you get told that? Are you surprised? Yeah, surprised. Uh, um, I, I was hoping it's like, you know, noticeable, but not, you know, significant. But I was really scared because they said if they find more than one block, that's when they have to do bypass. Oh. Not just more than one, maybe so, like so, more, if they find so, a few blocks. In the other pipes or I within so. that pipe? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how it works. But yeah, they said if we find, if we think that, a, um, we're hoping that we can solve it with a stent. Um, now let's explain what a stent is. I don't know. It's like a metal mesh, I think, that goes in through the same same little. Cut. I don't know if you can still see it. This little tiny dot. Like we're yeah, talking yeah. literally, the dot on my wrist is the, a pen mark. This, if that. This is amazing technology. Technology is incredible. Like, like this is this is crazy. They put so, something in your wrist. Yeah, through my wrist, it goes up my arm th- into this heart and then pushes out the block. Yeah. So now it's at a hundred percent now, and I have a stent inside me. Yeah. And so it holds that valve open. I think so. And but where does all the gunk go? Like where does the whole where does the blockage stuff go? Is it just absorbed by the heart, or like that's what I um, looks like? We need to get a cardiac doctor on, and then we can maybe ask them questions. Because because I, I remember when you told me that, and I was like looking at it, and I was like, okay. But then like because I'm yeah, it's like it's amazing that we have technology. You can put something in your wrist, and it can go in and fix your heart. Like mm. you know, in my head, I'm like yeah, open up the chest, like you know, all that mm. bypass. It's horrific soaring of the ribs and all that shit like yeah. you hear about it but you like that and that's fixed the problem well for the moment so for at ready? least another 10 years I'll be okay if I'm yeah, not like careful. a passport <laughs> kinda yeah yeah so it's now up to me to make sure that I uh, you know um, make sure it doesn't happen again and uh, are we skipping ahead uh, maybe we are but I'll just say one of the great cool things about this whole experience is when they were saying so these are the lifestyle changes we advise you know, in terms of maintaining a good, healthy heart. Yes. And I was like, well, what do you know? I pretty much do almost all of them already. Yeah. So that was a Which really... Which you do? Uh, they said, try not to try and suck your dick as often as you do. <laughs> and I said, well, it's my hobby. I'm allowed to, you know? Can you imagine? No, you. It's part of my culture. <laughs> uh, no, I think my red meat and uh, fats and uh, my basically my proteins are very fat and, and heavy on the... <sighs> Hard stuff. So red meat, really, that's a big one, isn't it? I, look, to be honest, I have a dietitian appointment coming up that I need to sort out, sure. and I'll get more specifics about my diet. But let's just say, broadly speaking, again, no surprise, more plants, a more plant-based diet, um, you know. Now, we have access to a dietitian, a friend of mine, Brooke, who actually listens to this podcast. Oh, hi, Brooke. Uh, who uh, works at the Children's Hospital, yeah. uh, dealing with uh, obese children. And um, I just want to pause uh, before we go into Brooke, just a second. My hesitance about the dietitian is, look, look, I'm sure they're great. But the last time I went to a dietitian <laughs> is when I walked in and she said, now, look, you can have all the curries you want. <laughs> 
Yeah. True story. But it, here's the thing. I bang on about people's sort of subtle racism or whatever so often that it sounds like, oh, surely this guy's making it up. No, like I wish, you know. I wish. Uh, no, and again, remember, I can write material about it. I wrote 10 minutes about fucking candles. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm it's fine. Not like you, it's not I, like you're hunting for it. I'm not hunting, you're for, not it. hunting for it. But if it's there, I have to. the elevator. Yeah, the elevator guy. I remember when that happened on the day. Yeah. He called me up. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, damn. This I think I told you. Such a good bit. Yeah, it's totally. And I used it. My, you know? So here's the thing. So yes. Um, uh, so I'm hoping my next nurse. Well, let's, uh, let's, sorry, talk, let's talk about that. Cause that what that, about Brooke? Sorry. Do you want to finish the thought on Brooke? Well, no, no, no. Just like, I think it'd be great. I'm, I'm, I'm very focused mm. on the whole dietitian mm. component. But the one thing um, that I found interesting and mm. speaking to a couple of my doctor friends is it is quite common. Like a friend of mine said, I said, I have one, um, I'm a bit worried about mate. Mate's had a, how is there anything I can do to help him? Like, it's like, mm. and he's like, um, you know, what is his background? I said, Sri Lankan. He's like, well, it's actually quite common, mm. uh, especially for Sri Lankan uh, men because, and he said, he goes, well, Adi Chris, is his build, does he have really skinny legs and then keeps his fat around his midriff? I was like, yes. Yes, he does. He said, it's actually quite common that a lot of the fatty tissue you guys store up in your chest and because I was like so when you describe your body shape I was like that, that's exactly mm. he's got the sweetest legs in the world like mate the carbs oh, the pins best carbs in, in, have I ever oh suck we're jumping I'll come back to that but um, there was a time just near Carlton Gardens there was these two old ladies having a massive fight like one in nine maybe 85 the other one 80 Great. and then I stopped and said everything was okay and then turns out there were sisters from Tasmania the older sister Great has place. dementia or something and she um, was running away from the St. Minion's Hospital and the other sister's just trying to get her to that go old? I think so maybe I'm getting my, my ages wrong but anyway pretty old and I said look you know it was raining I said okay you guys wait here I'll call the ambulance and I organized the ambulance to come and things like that no right okay so anyway so then i ended up chatting to them and they were lovely and their sisters were having a blue but they liked me both and they invited me over to me and maddie actually to come over for cheese uh in uh, wherever they were from and then the er uh pulls up the ambulances uh and the that guy opens the door and the guy says what's going on here ladies you guys all right like he's obviously chipper a lot bit of drama and he's like oh yes but this uh uh, thank you so much. This this lovely gentleman has been helping us. And the ER guy goes, I know him. I was like, he goes, I know him. Doruk, best calves in the business. <laughs> <laughs> great line. What a fucking line. What a great line. And I was line. in my runner. I think I was running shots as well. And they were glistening. But yeah, so the thing about the legs uh, is interesting because we do have skinny legs. And me and Nazim have joked about it. About it's tiny a, it's ankles. ridiculous. But what... Um, uh, you're referring to is a thing called uh, let me get the pronunciation um, yeah. visceral visceral fat or visceral no, visceral fat visceral yeah uh, around your in organs yeah yeah exactly and so those uh, and not you said Sri Lankan but it's subcontinental subcontinental yeah so unofficially I think there is a known like I have a friend who's in the the scene in the cardiac scene and it's not I don't know how official it is because maybe they're still not sure but it's a running joke about brown arteries. It's like, oh. If it ever is a patient with heart complaints and they're in their 30s, almost always it's a, a man yeah. from the subcontinent. So yeah, Wow. So there's an element of me feeling a little relief from that. I'm still uh, taking accountability yeah. for my years of damage. But also there's a part of me that goes, okay, this is something that is a, 
a known concern around yeah, totally. the globe or whatever. But at the same time, there is also a part of me that's like, ah, oh, man, fuck, I just had a heart attack. You know what I mean? So there's, oh, no, okay. I keep oscillating. You've got me on a good day. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, last Tuesday, not yeah. a good day. Not a good day. Not a good day. I really woke up. Um, it was quite interesting. Yeah. That was still festival, wasn't it? Festival, Tuesday morning. Uh, I was staring out into the, the distance. Maddie asked me, are you okay? And I'm like, no, nope, I'm in pain. She's like, mental or physical? I'm like, mental. Like, and that's what it feels like. I'm just in pain of like wrestling with the idea. Well, that this so happened. how do you feel right now? Right now, I'm like, great. You know, I... Um, Did you go for a run? Not yet. No, no, no. Okay. No, not for another couple of weeks. I have an appointment with the cardiac uh, unit next in May. On May 17th or whatever, I'll get some clearance I'm coming there. to that one, right? <laughs> Sure. Why wouldn't I bring my, like, cackling weird friend? <laughs> but, uh, that would be so weird. No, but I, uh, I did... Um, I had... Okay, let's finish up talking about this. There's, as I was going through it, over those four, two or three days, I was mostly going to play my cards to my hold my cards to my chest yeah. and go you nearly oh, did a Benison man what's that you nearly did a Benison oh really <laughs> you're yeah. saying completely wrong yeah right what is the thing holding my cards to my chest uh, close to my chest uh, cards close to your chest holding your cards close to your chest and um, so no one can see them correct the And paper. but then because then also at the same time I had to cancel gigs for the week and then I thought um, oh, fuck I, I, yes I can tell my management to cancel the ones that they've booked me but there's a whole bunch of gigs that I've you know organized on my own little open mics and side yeah, totally. jobs I'm like ah, I can't get I can't be bothered messaging oh, everybody the post. so I just did a post going hey you know yeah. please spread the word far yeah. and wide and then I was just kind of like <laughs> well yeah yeah I, I, I again there's no which I appreciate you letting me know I do I mean, yeah we yeah do love each other yeah and, I do. Uh, and that meant a lot to me to let me know because I was very worried oh yeah man yeah of course and i appreciate and i knew you would be too and it was a really tough one because it's a real balance between having to well, go so through it what, again but also but the, the difficulty of being a public figure oh i'm not so yeah maybe that but also in the middle of a comedy like it's the worst time yeah 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 like if you were so, to do it any other time well yeah it was like a week of shows cancelled They'll be like, oh, COVID probably, but he didn't he just have COVID. Anyway, yeah. there was a lot of things going through my head and there's no playbook for something like this. And, no. and and maybe some things I might have, could have done it better in terms of telling people or whatever, some things I couldn't. But either way, I just went, I can't. Uh, because then the mistake, I, uh, in hindsight, the mistake I made is by putting that post up is that, and, you know, I had people hitting up Maddie, my brothers getting hit up, my yeah. dad, mum yeah. and dad, who, who all knew the story, but they weren't sure what they were allowed to say or not. Yeah. And so I may have fucked up there, but I just didn't know what to do. Anyway, fast forward to the Saturday. A lot of people contacted me. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh, look, he's fine. I always said, he's fine now. Didn't go and do that, but he's fine now. And that's all people really wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's really beautiful and awesome to see how A lot of listeners contacted us, like, when it was all happening. And hence why, you know, look, kid, you're amazing listeners. You haven't hassled us. One person hassled us and that's it. Really? Yeah. Where's the pod? (laughs) (laughs) Check his Insta. I... To be fair, again, uh, there are people who didn't know this had happened. True. Uh, and there were people who came to my show who are, you know, in the industry yeah. who didn't know that until I mentioned at the very end. I said I would finish the shows by saying, you know, 
Uh, please tell as many people as you can because I had to cancel a week of shows because of this heart attack. It's, and I, it's a great plug. I plugged it for next year. I said, I said I'll talk about it next day in my show, Coronary Heart Disease. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, but so at that point is when a lot of people found out I had a heart attack and I get these messages from people going, what, you had a heart attack? Shit, how did I miss it? So fair enough if people didn't get it, right? Especially listeners and stuff like that. I'm going to be checking all the time. But on the Saturday, I was like, so I get out of, I do the angiogram on the stent in the same day. Like same, same Which moment. Which is going general, so Saturday. Yeah, general, correct. I yeah. couldn't feel shit. Yeah, couldn't feel shit. Wake up. Oh, I feel like a tight, like a chest, they call it a stretching pain as the stent sits in. There's like this weird kind of weirdness and there's a lot of every time you talk about it I feel like I feel it yeah yeah yeah. it it, it can have phantom pains like that like even when I talk about it I can suddenly feel tightening Um, it's like when someone says you know I have a um, um, itchy ear and you go yeah me too or I someone says my eye is itching yeah we know one comedian who continue it looks like he's got itchy eyes and as soon as you see him you're like I got itchy eyes yeah 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 Um, so the um, so Thursday that happened I stayed the night on Thursday, they monitor me, making sure everything's okay. Uh, the real discomfort at that point is, I mean, we'll have to talk about the hospital and all that another time. Yeah. But it was kind of like, um, sad, I guess is the word. Or I think I was afraid. I was very afraid and I was, um, I was really rattled by it all and I still am. Because everyone else in the, the the room that I'm in, the other four gentlemen, three gentlemen. Are they were, by yourself? No, no, no. There were like three others and they were all like, 80 plus you know look at my love you know so it was like that was the worst it really and they don't have a smartphone that they can then contact their loved ones you know what's so incredible though that what they did have was the TV blaring on blaring on channel 7 and so it's the Wednesday night that I'm sitting there lying there by myself being told I had a heart attack and tomorrow they're going to decide if it's going to be a a stent or an angiogram or whatever all those things that are running through my head and I'm missing comedy festival you know what they're watching the gala (laughs) loud as ever as I'm hearing our friends you know having a great old time uh, Brady Blake. I don't know. Was it Brady Blake? I can't remember who it was. Brady Blake was the first one. Yeah. First one. So no, this was the second one. So Gala Part 2. Oh, yeah, okay. So anyway, look. Um, uh, on the Saturday, so I got released on Friday. Friday came home with Maddie. And then Saturday, I decided to post about it um, because what hit me, and this is why I'm talking about it even today on the pod, mm. even though it's making me quite, you know, uncomfortable. A little bit anxious. I guess that's the word. I don't know. I just feel very ugh about it, you know? Well, it's just like, you, 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 you still feel shit that it happened to you. Like, surely part of you must go, we talked about this as well, that it must feel pretty surreal. Yeah. Yeah, surreal. Even everything that's happened to you, you're like, but come on, like a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my therapist um, told me to, you know, label what it, label it as what it is which is a traumatic experience yeah and she's like but not only that you just have to look back at the last two years of the world and going of course you're going to feel like shit and of course you're going to be depressed because on top of everything you know you do you get through a pandemic by yourself you then find someone and then you navigate long distance relationship for a year with that challenges you finally fly internationally see your family you come home you put together a show that you're proud of. You yeah, get yeah. COVID. You skip. The, you basically get COVID before the festival, and you get all excited about doing four weeks of festival. 
And out of nowhere, the universe goes, oh, you're, you're feeling content, are you? Well, here's a fucking heart attack. Oh, yeah. So look, there is, um, I'm glad I have the support systems around me from my loved ones to my therapist to my friends and colleagues who have all reached out and been really helpful. But there's also elements of going, you know, I still, um, it's going to be a while. Like, and so many people who have been through a similar situation like this have messaged me and said, you know. Damien oh, Callan is another one? Yeah, I've got a call, Damo. We should get him on the pod. I love him should, so yeah, much. Actually, he'll be yeah, he'll but, uh, um, but yeah, just that idea of, you know, realizing, A, it's not an, because in those moments you feel quite alone and unique. And, it, and it's clearly not a unique experience. So it's nice to have the chat community. But at the same time, um, I, I, so going back to why I posted and why I'm talking about it is because I figured maybe one person listening to this might go oh fuck right oh i've i better not ignore any pains and stuff like that and wow. and and um i'm on i'm put that out on the saturday and then on the monday i got a message from a 20 year year old girl who said that she was in the gym had a discomfort um didn't hesitate to call the ambulance because of my post turns out she had a block that was linked to her brain and she was going through a treatment so I, I she's okay she's she's in the care and i'm really glad that she got the care that she needs but wow like what a feeling to go all right if nothing else nothing i'm glad else. i put it out there so that this woman and her husband can have a beautiful life together because of making sure that they went oh let's get it checked and out it's just, a rem- it's just a reminder like, it's just a reminder not so to fuck before around. this pod hmm. i had some chest pains hmm. and then I've been told it's COVID related. So there's a lot of people say that, uh, that after COVID, a lot of men, the age of 40, due to mm. the vaccine, have some uh, chest pains. Mm. But this what just got blood tests done and got an ECG done just to make sure. Just to make sure. The doctor said, hey, let's, he goes, you don't have any other symptoms, no pain in the, in the, in the jaw and the hands and stuff. But he goes, just because of that, let's just make sure. So, and, that, and that's because I don't think I would have done that if, what, if it, it hadn't yeah. you, you gone through it. I think anyone listening to this, you know, if you listen to it all the way to the end, you're like, maybe I should just double check. I should just double check. Yeah. Yeah, and do it. And Because while I was on stage, I felt a real sharp pain in my chest, but that was in the middle of COVID. <laughs> I, I had COVID. I was on stage. I felt like my chest was going to explode. I know it's COVID, right? But part of me is just like, just to make sure. Like, I've got heart issues throughout my family as well, so I'm like, just, you can't, you just... Like you said, can you imagine if you hadn't? Or, as what they, you were saying before, or we've talked privately, is that you could have just lived on. Yeah. And then the next one would have been. been the one that killed you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of those things that I sometimes think about and then feel grateful for, and then sometimes think about and just feel so overwhelmed by fear that causes inaction. Because I'm like, what's the fucking point? Yeah, and also everyone... which obviously I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's obviously something that I don't uh, I nip in the bud and can sort of I've got my you know techniques in oh, place to kind of like um, to get out of that spiral. But you sometimes go like, oh man, yeah, I am going to die one day, and why am I stressing about my you know opening ten minutes? I feel like I need to put more jokes in there or whatever, and I'm oh, like, oh yeah, you know. it puts things into perspective so hard. Yeah, yeah. So it's a balance of those two, and what I reckon is. It's you know we've talked about my having a drill sergeant and a monk in my head. I have the drill sergeant who is there to push me past my comfort zone and into my you know discomfort zone, but the monk is there to make sure I don't fall into the danger zone where you're pushing yeah. yourself so hard that you're in a. So you need both those voices, yeah, yeah, and I reckon 
I reckon 80-20, where 80% of the time I'll try and be productive and motivated and then 20% of the time just go, fuck it, we're going to die one day, so let's just have some fun. And I've done the maths. In a 24-hour day, if you sleep eight hours, that means you're awake for 16 hours a day. That means three hours of the day, do whatever the fuck you want. Totally. I mean, as long as it's not impeding on other people's um, safety and, and freedoms. Fuck it, I'm crash some cars. Here we go. No, totally. But without being completely nihilistic, um, you know, why not just sit back and enjoy Sudoku for an hour or cryptic crossword and then, you know, hang out with your partner and... Have, so have you done any physical activity? I'm only allowed walking. Yeah. So you haven't had sex then? Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. What a fucking weird way to wrap this No, because I don't... I, I just think... Like, I was thinking about that with everything that happened. It's like... But that raises the heart more than anything else in the world. Well, one of the booklets they give you afterwards uh, was there's different guidances. And they said, sex, again, go at your own pace. <laughs> I said, at my pace, we'll be done in five seconds. My pace is... Oh, so good. I, I thought about that as well. I was like, oh, my God. Like, because in that situation, you lose control or whatever, you know, you, like, you know, like, you don't, you, you, like, it's not like you're in the front mindset to go, well, I better slow it up because of my heart. Mm. Like, that's, like, that, just that concept of well, like, oh, my God, can you imagine having to do that? Well, I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah. The, the stand-up was the hard part, to be honest, because that's, that's the, let's just say, there are so many things I do well in my life. But stand-up is the thing that I'm most proud of what I do well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because of, in terms of knowing how shit I was at it and now what the level I, I do it at, I'm so proud of myself. And it felt like I lost my swagger the first couple of nights back because I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't be, that. like, my shoulders were tensed because I'm... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's happen? like... And, however, uh, the final show, Sunday night, ooh, what an absolute belter. Thank you um, to everyone who came to the shows over the last yeah, month, we've got to say. I think we need to, to wrap it up. A lot of Fitbit listeners came out and they did the double. A lot of people did the double. Which did they? Really, really grateful. Um, and shout out to one person um, who came up to me after the show, Fitbit listener, and said, Hey, I love the pod. He uh, goes, I've seen your show the last three years. This is by far your best show. Yeah. And I was like, Thank you so much. I was yeah. like, you know, even though I've never met this person, I've never met this listener before, didn't know they even came to my shows. Yeah, absolutely. Just shout out to them. Just, just say, that put me in a great uh, great mood. And yeah, it's always grateful when Fitbit listeners come in, especially because it's, I always find it like, you know, you get, the podcast listeners get the raw stories. Yeah. And I love and appreciate when they then see what, how we made those stories into exactly. stand up. You yeah, know what totally. I mean? So, uh, and on that note, uh, I am off on the road. Uh, yeah. uh, Queensland uh, listeners, I'm going to be in like Townsville in uh, Airy Beach, Airy Beach? Airy's Beach? Yes. Uh, with Sundays. I'm going to be in with Sundays. Oh, really? Yeah. Cairns. Then I'm going to be <laughs> from there. I'm going to be in Adelaide. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> um, Roadshow. Oh, okay. I'll definitely never go. <laughs> um, uh, then I'll be in Adelaide on May 4th. Then uh, Sydney Comedy Festival. I'm going to be there Saturday, 7th and the 8th of May at the Sydney Comedy Store. Then I'm going to be at the Perth. Comedy Festival on the 14th and 15th, then Newcastle on the 21st of May, and then Brisbane Comedy Festival on the 27th. That's a big month. It is a big month. It's not like I had a heart attack or anything. I need to take it easy. 
Um, I have absolutely nothing to plug. <laughs> um, all I know is that I'll do the show again in the Melbourne Fringe. That's all I know. I'll be doing uh, three awesome. shows in the Melbourne Fringe. And I'll be in Sydney the 7th and 14th of July. The yeah, only, excellent. Yeah, the only other gigs I have. Um, again, shout out to Patreon listeners. Uh, thank you for your support. It, mm-hmm. it is the reason why we can still do the pod. Uh, we will get an episode out uh, to you. There's lots mm-hmm. to talk about. There's lots we haven't covered yet. We've got a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully we'll do a bit more. But I'm glad you're okay, darling. Thank you, my man. I'm so glad I'm okay too. And thank you for your love and support during it all. And thanks for, you know, checking in on Maddie and stuff as well. Yeah, it's um, it's it's good to know that friends are okay, especially the yeah. ones that are very dear to you. So go check your heart out. Go look after yourself. Not necessarily check your heart out, but check don't ignore out. any fucking... Don't don't try to be too cool to go to the doctors. Yeah, totally. And if you go to the doctors while you're there, you might worst thing. Up. Worst thing, turns out your ego is bruised because, yeah. you know, it turns out you overreacted. Who cares? Yeah, we who live cares? in a system where there's... And if you're in a waiting room, you've got nothing else to do, listen to our pod, sign up to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, bye everybody. Bye.